When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Clinton here from the Comedy Forecast podcast, congratulating you on your obvious good taste. After all, you're listening to the Mutual Audio Network. Well done. The following audio drama is rated R and is recommended restricted for anyone under the age of 17. Well, nice day, huh? Ah, Shay. Summer's over. Yep. Shay, do you remember the good old days back when we were kids? Used to play hooky from school, go down to the old swimming hole and go skinny dipping. On the way back, we'd pick up a couple of five cent grape knee highs. And no. no, no, I don't. You don't, huh? I do remember growing up in the 1970s, though. Yeah, you know, being really bored and sitting around listening to Kiss records all day long because mm. we had nothing to do. Yeah. I remember that very clearly because I was with you at the time. Well, I suppose you were, but it wasn't like when I was a kid. Yes, it was exactly like when you were a kid. I was a kid with you. And why are you affecting that old man voice? Well, it's just because I'm feeling, I don't know, nostalgic. Nostalgic for being a bored eight-year-old sitting around in his bedroom listening to Kiss Records and wondering what it's like to be stoned. No, 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 no. I'm nostalgic for the good old days. Oh. The good old days. You know, those ones I never had. You see. Times were simpler then, weren't they? I don't know. Maybe, I guess. Well, you see, the way I see it is... If I can't be happy and nostalgic for the childhood I had, why can't I just be happy and nostalgic for somebody else's childhood, a figure, you know? Somebody else's rose-colored view of the past. That'll do me just nicely. Well, it's kind of petty, don't you think? Yeah. I mean, why stop there? If you're going to fantasize about a childhood you never had, why don't you fantasize about a really, really awesome childhood that nobody ever had? Oh, you mean just sort of pull it out of my ass completely? Yeah, exactly. I mean, like, you know, we could be going like, hey, you remember the good old days back when we were kids and we used to fight off those hordes of mutant crustacean Martians? Yes, and naked supermodels of both genders would mm. stroll down the street and dispense oral sex to anybody who asked for it. And you could go down to the Five and Dime and pick up a howitzer or a Sherman tank or a B-29 bomber for only $5. And the Stones and the Who and the Beatles would come over our house every night and just jam all night long with their groupies and their drugs and their alcohol. And the Greek gods came down from Olympus and moved into the apartment building right down the street. And everybody had flying cars that mm. turned into robots. Wow. Oh, boy. Those were the days, weren't it? Sure mm. were. Yeah. Yeah. Not like it is now. Yeah. Do you ever think we'd wind up like this when you were a kid? What, guitar techs for the Foghat reunion tour, you mean? Yeah. It's not how I pictured things at all. Mm. When I was little, I thought to myself, when I grow up, I want to decide who lives and who dies. I always wanted to be a Foley artist. Really? Well, that's yeah. interesting. Which one? Oh, I don't know. Ellen Foley, Mick mm. Foley, Dave Foley. Mm. Any artist with the word Foley in it. Mm. I suppose we should get back to work, shouldn't we? Well, I'd love to, but we can't. Why not? Well, not since the cyborg cows ate our legs. The what? Ah! <laughs> oh. oh, honey, I... Had that dream again. The one with the fog hat roadies and the cyborg cows, or the one with B. Arthur chasing you with a can of Crisco? Uh, the, the first one. The first <sighs> one. Honestly, the same dream every single night, night after night. I don't know why I ever married you. You married me for the money, remember? Oh, that's right, yes. You know, honey, because you're my trophy wife, I never really told you the truth. But mm -hmm. the fact of the matter is that that money is responsible for these nightmares I have. 
That's nice. Would you like to hear the whole story behind it? Mm, as long as you don't mind my not listening. Fine with me. It all started 20 years ago. A business partner of mine were involved in an incredibly lucrative contract deal negotiation, but I screwed him. I betrayed him, and I managed to get hold of the entire fortune worth $500 million. He died a broken man. But on his deathbed, he cursed me and told me that I would never, ever have a restful night's sleep again. And that very night, that's when the dream started. This is the fog hat cow dream? Yes, that's the one. That's kind of a pointless curse, isn't it? Yes, I've never really lost a night's sleep over it, and I'm half a billion dollars richer, so haha, <laughs> most in my favor. Yes, well, that's nice, dear. Anyway, I'm going back to bed. Mm, good night, dear. What could that be? Why, it's B. Arthur with a can of Crisco. And she means business. I. The end. There's the script, JB. Do you like it? Huh, huh? Do I get the job? Do I do it? Huh, huh, huh? Do I, huh? Do I, huh? Why, you nitwit! I told you that I wanted a Rod Serling-esque morality play with a twisty, ironic ending. Where's the twist ending? They were all from Mars. Doh! I believe the theme music was supposed to kick off just then. I'll get it. Dude, I totally want my money back for these fog hat tickets. I paid good money and all I got to see were legless guitar techs being sprayed down with Crisco by a cyborg cow. What? What? Okay, I... that's a five-point penalty for what? your side, dear, for uh, uh, unnecessarily bringing all the extraneous elements of the joke back together to tie into a weak punchline. Aw, oh, dude! Nice going, Jerome. Ladies and gentlemen, it is October 6, 2006, and you are experiencing technical difficulties. Please stand by. I am your host, Kyan Chris Conroy. After a week of uh, resting up, those of you who may have been uh, listening know that last week I ran into a little bit of personal difficulties and things. Nothing worth mentioning, really. Just I, I needed to take it a day, week off from doing this. And um, I'm currently counting down the time waiting for my laptop to make it back from the repair shop so I can get on with my life here. But I let, oh boy, everything just fell apart and it, it really prevented me from doing a lot of stuff. And I fell by the wayside. I owe audio to people. I'm so sorry. I'm going to get that done as soon as I'm done here with today's show. Uh, Anthony Anselmo and uh, some other people asked me to do some audio for their, for their podcast. And I didn't do it because I'm an idiot. I'm so sorry. All right. Let me, uh, let me get on with this show here and then uh, I'll tell you more later when I get back. Okay. This week's episode of Technical Difficulties is brought to you by the 2007 Mercury Mezuzah. An orthodox car for orthodox folks. One test drive and you'll say, Eh, you could do worse. And also brought to you by Fun Barrel Root Beer Flavored Beer. That's beer for the non-alcoholic beer drinker in your family. Also available in ginger and new sarsaparilla flavor. Stop that. Stop. Stop this commercial right now. My name is State Senator Michelle Tighty Whitebung. I'm tired of programs like this foisting alcoholism off on our children. Imagine the idea. An alcoholic flavored root beer. If you elect me to Senate this November, I will ensure that our children are protected from non-alcoholic alcoholic drinks. What's more, I also intend to introduce new legislation to change the name from root beer and remove its alcoholic connotations completely by changing it to root drink. 
Oh, I've just been informed by my assistant that the word drink also has a connotation associated with alcohol, so I'm changing it instead to root beverage. I see. Well, it seems the word beverage also has an alcoholic connotation, so we're going to change it to root liquid. It, well, it turns out that the word root has both a sexual and a drug connotation to it, so I'm going to change the whole thing to brown stuff for kids. Oh, yes, that does sound rather scatological, doesn't it? Well, <clears throat> all right, well, here's the deal, then. If you elect me this November, I'll change the entire thing over to raging homo underage butt sex. How's about that one? Didn't see that coming, did you? <laughs> That's what you'll get if you elect me in November. Less predictability and more of it. Vote for Michelle Tighty Whitebung this November. She's not only moral, she's crazy. You know, it's people like that that drive me away from organized religion altogether. Really? When you went to the pagan spirit gathering last year, I thought you were going to become a Wiccan. Well, it didn't quite work out the way I thought it would. One year earlier... We would like to welcome our new recruit to the Star Moon Coven. Your new Wiccan name will be Ravenwind Silverleaf. The hell it will! Hello, my name is Todd Matheson, and I represent Wiccans United Against Dorky Names. You know, for over 20 years now, the Earth-based neo-pagan religion Wicca has fought for a monicum of respectability in American life. As practitioners of witchcraft, we've only recently shed the automatic connotation that somehow we are associated with Satanism. Now we are associated as a bunch of goofy, nerdy white people with ridiculous names holding hands in public parks while dressed in excess Renaissance festival gear. Wiccans of America, please note, if you want people in society to take you seriously, standing around dressed as an overweight fairy princess and giving yourself a rejected ElfQuest character name won't do it. So on behalf of Wiccans United Against Dorky Names, we would like to implore all American Wiccans to please, please, please start acting slightly more sensibly before this gets any worse. Thank you. And now here's another message from the Neopagan Audio Bulletin Board. Hi, my name is Silverpaws, and I'm a Wiccan furry. God damn it! Huh? What? what? Okay, that doesn't... That's, I just... I can't what? believe this. I was standing what? right next to you. I saw you in your fursuit. You didn't hear a word I said, did you? Um, you can't take any I'm of just, this seriously, okay? Uh, well, that well, does I'm, it, all right? I am one pissy Wiccan right I'm, now, and I'll tell you what, Mr. I'm, furry I'm, Soup... Wiccan guy, I am opening me I'm, up a can of whoop ass! Uh, no, <laughs> all right, sorry, so look I, out, I, pal, because I'm coming at you with this open can of... Uh, this can of whoop ass that I um, opened. Um, what am I supposed to do with this? I don't know. I've never actually seen one for real. I don't know how it works. Am I supposed to drink it or something? I mean, I, does it? I don't, am, I, am I supposed to make you drink I'm, it? I am. I'm, I'm not sure. It's just. Ew. What I'm, is that? I'm not drinking that stuff. Yeah. It smells like a cross between <laughs> razzles and floor polish. Yeah, and there's no instructions on the can yeah. at all. It just says whoop ass. Well, maybe you should just sort of cover it and put it back in the fridge before it goes flat. Yeah, I guess I'll do that. I'll have to look up the instructions on the web unless. There's just some things you can't explain. Yes, it's true. There are some things that simply cannot be easily explained. Welcome to Beyond the Known, the program for the paranormal, the supernatural, and, dare I say it, dare I say it, the unexplainable. The unexplainable could best be described to the outside observer as an experience that simply cannot be transmitted to another person by mere words alone. One cannot truly comprehend the experience as terrifying as, say, an alien abduction without having experienced it themselves, and to the outsider that person seems psychotic or silly, even though they may in fact be in their right mind. 
Here is an example of trying to explain something that would remain a bit opaque to the outside observer. Now, this movie you've rented you want me to watch with you is what? Uh, the movie's called uh, Ghost. It's, re- it's really good. Well, tell me again why I want to watch this? Well, it's a romantic adventure movie about a guy who gets uh, murdered, murdered and uh, he has to come back as a ghost and protect his girlfriend from the mob, the mob. or somebody like that. I, I and, see. And it's directed by the guy who directed the Naked Gun movies. Oh. And it stars... Uh, uh, Patrick Swayze oh. and Demi Moore uh-huh. and Whoopi Goldberg. Look, I know what it sounds like, all right? It's a good movie. I swear to God, this is a good movie, okay? Look, it's just you have to watch it to see what I'm talking about here. Just, oh. I don't believe a word you're saying. You're crazy. As you can see, this particular experience is too difficult to relate from the inside. You would have to experience it for yourself. You'd realize just what a wonderful film it is. And now I get to the end of it and I can't really take it. Look into the final scene of the movie because it's so romantic. And he's good in the big light with the clouds. Of course, one of the most difficult realms of experiences is the realm of the senses. Very difficult to explain to the outside observer. How does one describe the smell of smoke or the color red? Or, in fact, the sound and deep emotional resonating impact of music? Thank you. Thank you. Thank you all very much, ladies and gentlemen, for coming out to our classical music program. If you will take your seats, the concert will begin in about five minutes. <laughs> sir? <laughs> sir? Excuse me, sir. <laughs> sir? Wait, wait, wait. I'm afraid you're going to have to wait down in the audience. The concert is about to begin. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with the orchestra, see? See? I'm with the orchestra. See, there's, there's my instrument right here. Sir, that's a cannon. Yeah, I know. And we're not doing the 1812 Overture until next month. This month's program is string quartet music. What's your point? That was opus number six for String Quartet and Canon. And featured on that Canon was Mr. Savoy Mischke, who is my guest in the studio today. How you doing? Now, you are the New York Philharmonic's Canon player. Uh-huh. Uh, these Canons of yours, mm-hmm. are they tuned or nope. do they... Nope, they just go bang. 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 Now, you've become a figure of a bit of controversy because you mm-hmm. prefer to put Canons in all of the arrangements that the uh, yep. Philharmonic plays, yep, including yep. Vivaldi, the works of... Uh, mm-hmm. Holst, anything like that. Bang. Just stick a cannon in there. Yep, yep. As something goes boom. Is there any sort of rhyme or reason to it? Nope, just something loud and goes boom, bang. You've also moved on to other explosives, too, I understand. Uh-huh. Yeah, dynamite, dynamite, nitro. In fact, you blew up the Royal dynamite. Albert Hall. Yep, 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 yep. Well, you're a moron, sir, but say what I will about you. You have managed to bring back an element of excitement and danger to classical music, and for that, we can all be thankful. I was told I could play a solo set on the air. No, no, you can't. Too I'm late! Sorry. No, really, I don't. Ah! Oh, Fibber McGee, I was enjoying that program. Excuse me, sir, but can I sit here next to you on this train? I'm on my way to New Orleans to find out what happened to a friend of mine who's gone missing. Not at all, young man. Have a seat. Put your piano down and tell me all about it, for it sounds as if you're having an adventure. Leonard's Big Adventure! That's me! As you can imagine, I was shocked myself to discover after 20 years of... Circling the globe looking for the right combination of ingredients mm-hmm. and scallops, banana, and old shoes would present such an amazing fragrance and so much so as to build my fortune. And here I sit. Do you understand now? No, because in spite of the fact that you seem to have implied that a time lapse has taken place since we opened the credits of this particular segment, I haven't even sat down yet and no time has passed at all. You simply started spouting nonsense at me. Sharp lad, have a seat right here, young man. Thank you very much. So, this friend of yours you're trying to find, what do you think happened to him? I don't know. We parted on such strange terms. Really? Here, let me tell you all about it. 
Why did you call me all the way out to the beach, bastard? Leonard, I'm glad you came. Huh? Listen, it's... It's hard for me to say this, but... It's important that I get it off my chest to you. All right. Leonard and I have to leave. I have, I have to go into hiding. But, but why? I can't face it anymore. I, I can't face... Well, my uh, inadequacy. No! Every time I'm on the air, it just... It points out just what a better broadcaster you are than me. Oh! So much... How much more charisma and personality you have. That's not true. I'm just overshadowed by it, Leonard. Maybe, but I don't... Don't try to stop me. I, 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 I have to go. I have to hide my head in degradation and shame. I have no. to figure out how I'm going to get good enough no. to stay on the air in your presence. No, Pastor, please. Please don't go. Goodbye, Leonard. Oh, Pastor. No. You can't leave. I, I need you so much to be on this program. No, Leonard. Leonard, we must part ways as of now. No. Maybe one day we'll be together again, and Leonard, when that happens, yes, I'll be a better broadcaster. Oh, Pastor. And also, yes, I'm going to find out how you lied during this flashback, and then I'm going to kill you. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, as you can see, he'd be completely lost without me. So, um, I've got to go find him now, down in New Orleans. Well, good luck finding him down there. It's a busy place. It can always be, but I guess that's one of those places you could find a missing person, and I certainly hope you find Pastor Ermine. Well, thank you very much. Would you mind telling me one thing, though? Certainly. How did you know his name was Pastor Ermine, as I had not mentioned his full name? Well, it's a funny thing you should mention that. The reason I know is... Oops, bathroom break. Well, that was highly suspicious. That fool... He nearly gave the game away. I wouldn't worry about it, sir. Nothing to be feared out there. We have plenty of time to relocate the good pastor elsewhere. And plenty of time to arrange a warm welcome for our friend. <laughs> yes. I think we'll be saying a fond goodbye soon to our young Mr. Vazluznesnik. Vazluznesnik. To our young friend. To our young friend. Is there any of that coffee left? I think so. Hold on, I'll check the carafe. My, I wonder what will happen next. There it is, folks. The brand new episode for uh, October 6th. Good Lord, it's October already. Holy shit. October 6th, 2006. You have been experiencing technical difficulties, and I have been your host, Kaya and Chris Conroy. If you would like to get in touch with me, you may do so by contacting me at techdiff, T-E-K-D-I-F-F, at gmail.com, which a lot of you did. Thank you so much for your support. I'm very sorry I did sort of a truncated show last week, but that's the way things go sometimes when you're not getting paid diddly. And someone did pay me diddly, actually. So a warm, big technical difficulties. Thank you goes out there to... James Miles. Thank you, James, for sending me $10 via PayPal. Woo! Da, da, da. I'd queue up a sound effect for that, but I can't find it at the moment. James Miles uh, sent me $10 via PayPal, and you can too. Simply go through techdiff at tcinternet.net, and you too can send me money via PayPal if you're so inclined to do so. Um, again, I'd like to thank people who dropped me a line saying, you know, good on you and take a break. Uh, and again, sorry, I, f- I always feel guilty if I don't do a show, but, you know, I just. I just needed to get a little headspace together. My computer is back. My lovely little laptop is finally back. It came in today. In fact, the day I'm posting the show on Friday here. 
So that's back, and I'm currently in the process of re-upgrading it and uh, getting everything straightened out on it. Maybe this time it'll last longer. So thank you guys over there at Apple for fixing my computer, if you're listening, which I know you're not. And uh, blah, blah, blah. I owe Anthony Anselmo some audio, and I owe some, some other... Oh, who do I have? It's probably in my Gmail. Uh, one, another one of my fans asked me to do a quick bit for them. I'm so sorry if I didn't get to it. I've just been so behind on stuff. Oh, damn. Okay, I will put that together, and uh, and I'm going to bang off that, and I'm going to bang off this show here. If you'd like to get in touch with me, please send me an email, or a Gmail, rather, a techdiff at gmail.com. Uh, you can drop a... You can um, leave a comment over at uh, techdiff, T-E-K-D-I-F-F dot com. That's where I post the show, and that's where, um, that's where the feed comes from. And that's also where you can do uh, comments on my commentary board. Uh, you also might want to check out uncomfortable-questions, Dot com. That's my wife Susan's podcast. She does an interview show that's quite good. Uh, and you can check out, well, we haven't put up anything new on Channel Surfing Wipeout, so if you've already known about that, channelsurfingwipeout.com, that's our uh, full, that's our video show, which we haven't updated in fucking forever. So we're getting back on that as soon as possible. Uh, anything else I should tell you about here? Oh, I don't know. Just more projects in the work, trying to improve everything, trying to get my shit together here. And uh, voice acting's not going anywhere, but hey, what are you, you going to do? It's, that's the way things go sometimes. And um, I'm just going to keep plugging away. Fuck everybody else. If they're not going to give me a job, I'm going to make my own job. And um, give me a vote over at Podcast Alley or something if you think of it. And like that, that's all I have to say on the subject. So any audio I owe you, uh, somebody remind me. I'm real sorry again if I fell behind on all that crap. And I'm going to get on that ASAP. Ugh, I'm an idiot. All right. Anyway, I'm going to split and I'll see you guys next week. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to Friday Follies right here on the Mutual Audio Network. Please consider subscribing to other days of the Mutual Feeds, including Monday Matinee for classic, live, and theatrical audio plays. Tuesday Terrors for horror audio drama. Wednesday Wonders, our science fiction and fantasy magazine. Thursday Thrillers for action, adventure, mystery, and crime drama. Saturday Story Circle for kids and families alike. And Sunday Showcase, bringing you the very newest in audio releases for the week from our United Artists of Audio, right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The Mutual Audio Drama Network, where we listen and imagine together.